So I initially was going to come on here and do a video giving my opinion on whether or not <clears throat> black folks cry and complain too much as it directly relates to black immigrants, as it relates to that whole thing with uh, Fresh and Fit, giving their comments about how they don't date dark-skinned women. And then as it relates to Rihanna, people appear to be up in a little tizzy over Rihanna posting a picture of MLK with a mouthful of golds. And I see people making videos going in on immigrants and all this stuff. I was going to do that video, but then I came home, coming to my little office here. My wife, she went to the mailbox and on my desk is this, uh, is this letter from the ACLU. So, it says, uh, you've been selected to represent Florida by sharing your opinions on white supremacy, systemic racism, voter suppression, and more. So this is from the American Civil Liberties Union. And they say, I got till February 28th to respond. And they want my opinions on white supremacy, systemic racism, voter suppression, and more. All right. <clears throat> so I'm going to read this to y'all. See what the heck they out here talking about. It says, uh, dear friend, at its core, the work of the ACLU is about trying to close the gap between the American uh, between the America that was promised and the, and the America that it is. That is what drew me to the ACLU as a legal fellow fresh out of law school. And that is what and that is what drives my work uh, forward today as the ACLU's national board president says right now, the work centers around addressing the vast structural inequities that have resulted in an unconscionable burden for people of color. At the ACLU, this means continuing to do the hard work of challenging the systems that fuel racism and inequality and, and excuse me, and inequity in housing, voting rights, access to resources in other areas. It also means connecting and engaging with you, because if we want a future free from the systemic racism that has defined our history, it will be up to us, you and the ACLU, to challenge and confront the policies that conspire to keep us from that future. It will be up to us to make it clear that, quote, we are the people, uh, we the people must truly include each and every one of us. All right. Then they go on to say some other stuff, right? Basically, they want me to try to join the ACLU or not join them, but send some money in. Anyways, let's get to the survey. So they sent me this little this little survey packet here. I uh, would show it, but it got my name and address on it, so I'm not going to show the packet. But we're going to go ahead and read some of this. It says... Um, <clears throat> At this critical turning point for our country, we must work tirelessly to build an America where equality and justice are reality for all people. That's why we're asking individuals like you across the country to lend their voices, opinions, and support. And we like to ask you to we like to ask you to represent Florida in this critical survey. Your answers will be treated confidentially, confidentially, blah, blah, blah. All right, so part one, taking on racial injustice and white supremacy. That's the first part of this survey. 
Where's my pen? I think I'm gonna do this survey live so we can uh, figure out, so if we can see if we uh, support racism and stuff like that. It says, are they paying me? <clears throat> I wish they were. I wish they were. I want some of that racism, woe is me money too. That stuff pays good out in these streets. I was just talking about that today at work. I was like, man, I should have been, I should have been a founder of Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Except I was born the wrong sex and I'm heterosexual. So I don't think that would have worked. All right, first question. First question is this, y'all. It says, one, there is no more urgent issue in America today than ending systemic inequality and racism <clears throat> that pervade American society. They say, do you strongly agree, somewhat agree, somewhat disagree or strongly disagree? So question one, there is no more urgent issue in America today than ending the systemic inequality and racism that pervade American society. So according to the ACLU, that's the number one issue. According to G. Dizzle, that is not the number one issue. Y'all know my opinions. I think most people, most black peoples, I think most of y'all make up racism, especially those of y'all who are younger than me under the age of 40. I think a lot of y'all go above and beyond to make up racism. So I'm going to have to check strongly disagree on that one. Question number two, it says white supremacists and other violence prone extremists are a serious and immediate threat to our democracy. So white supremacists and other violence-prone extremists are a serious and immediate threat to our democracy. I'm going to have to strongly disagree on that one as well. Basically, it sounds like they're alluding to January 6th, as if January 6th is an everyday occurrence going on out in these streets, when basically it was just a bunch of nutcase white folks who decided to uh, walk themselves into the Capitol building because they was mad about the results of the election. One of them got shot, sent to the upper room. A couple cops, to my understanding, decided to off themselves for whatever reasons I don't know. And then a whole bunch of people have been going to jail left and right, and they've been acting like this has been Pearl Harbor all over again. But outside of that, you know, I don't really hear about any Klan members, any neo-Nazis, any skinheads, any this, any that. You know what I'm saying? And I live down here in the great state of Florida where my state flag is a rendition of the Confederate flag. I don't be seeing this stuff, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I mean? So I'm going to have to disagree with that. I believe the greatest threat to uh, my personal democracy, i.e. my personal safety, is random pookies and ray rays out there running amok, just terrorizing crap. That, that's what I personally believe. You understand? So I'm about to check no on that one. Uh, let's see. Let's get to the questions. All right. It's part two. Please indicate how concerned you are about each of the following threats to our fundamental freedoms. It says, first one. Deep racial injustices that pervade not only our criminal justice system, but many areas of American life. Are you very concerned, somewhat concerned, not very concerned, or not concerned at all? So deep racial injustices that pervade not only our criminal justice system, but many areas of American life. I'm going to say I'm not really concerned with that at all. And the reason I'm not concerned with that at all is because I'm not out there 
consciously committing acts to put myself in the grips of the American criminal justice system to where now I have to worry about all of the possible bad things that can go wrong in my life because I've been locked up. So I'm not concerned about it. Um, I don't know too many people that sit around here and just think about the criminal justice system unless they're like some pro-black or some social justice warrior type. And even those people who sit around and think about it, most of those people, they're not actively out there consciously trying to do things to get themselves caught up in the criminal justice system. The only people that seem to have issues with the criminal justice system from my lay of the land are people who constantly go out there and commit crimes to get themselves caught up in the criminal justice system. Those typically are the only people that I can think of that actually have real issues with it. Now, does that mean that the criminal justice system is 100% fair and equal across the board? I legit have no idea because I'm not in the criminal justice system. I don't have a record. I've never been arrested. So I don't know. I don't walk out of my house at almost 42 years old, having lived my life thus far, and, and consciously just think about the criminal justice system. I just legit don't even think about it. It's not even a thought that crosses my mind. It only crosses my mind when I see a random tweet on YouTube or a tweet on Twitter or a random video pops up in my YouTube timeline. But when I'm out there living my regular random life, I'm not thinking about the criminal justice system because I am not out there trying to do things to get myself caught up in the criminal justice system. So I don't believe it's a pressing issue in American life if, you know, for those of us who are not out there doing things to consciously break the law. That's just my personal opinion on it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all might feel some type of way. Look, I got family members that have been caught up in the criminal justice system, but most of them deserve to be locked up for the things that they were doing. And guess what? Most of them did their time or all of them did their time, got out. You know, they're, they're doing what they do in life right now, but they did do the things that they did to put them in the grips of the criminal justice system. Me, I didn't. So I don't run around here thinking about it. I just don't. Says number two, gerrymandering, voter suppression and partisan interference in voting and in, in vote counting targeted at weakening the voices and denying the rights of people of color, poor people and others. Am I concerned, somewhat concerned, not very concerned or concerned at all? So gerrymandering, voter suppression, and partisan interference in vote counting targeted at weakening the voices and denying the rights of people of color, poor people, and others. So when it comes to voting, I've never had an issue with voting. Never had an issue getting some type of state or government ID. I got a driver's license. I got my VA card. Which is, a, which is a government card. I got some other cards from the state of Florida. And I got all these freaking identification cards. I know uh, I get my little, my little things in the mail telling me where I got to go vote at my voting precinct, precinct. I go down there and I vote. I stand in line and I cast my vote and I go on about my business, man. I'm not having issues with transportation. I'm not having issues with, with anything. I, matter of fact, I personally do not know a single black person that has ever complained about their inability to vote. I personally don't know one black person like that. And then again, these aren't conversations that I'm having as I'm sitting around here stuffing my face, eating fried chicken with the family. 
I don't know who is having these conversations when people are out there on the news and social media talking about black folks can't get IDs, black folks can't vote. I'd be like, who are these black people? Who are these black people? Where are they at? Did they just get to America yesterday? Who are these Negroes? I don't know a single black person that doesn't have an ID card, can't get an ID card, can't get some type of transportation to go to their local voting precinct if they choose to vote. I don't know any of these black people. So that's why when I hear these conversations about voter suppression, who the heck are they talking about out there? Where are these black folks at? I legit don't know any of them. Question number three, it says state by state attacks and potential Supreme Court actions that could severely limit access to abortion. Are you concerned, somewhat concerned, very concerned, or not very concerned, or not concerned at all? So state by state attacks and potential Supreme Court actions that could severely limit the access to abortion. I'm not a fan of abortion. Now, I'm not going to be outside of abortion clinics with my with my little signs marching up and down the street trying to convince people to not get abortions, but I don't support abortions. And if and if there was a law that came up saying, do you support abortions or do you think it should be illegal? I'm going to check illegal every single time, because at the end of the day, you are killing the unborn life. You're killing the life of an unborn child. They're not a clump of cells. It's an actual developing human being up in there. And abortion, in my opinion, oftentimes is the easiest uh, form of birth control that the, a lot of these careless women like to go out there and make. You got condoms, you got depot shots, you got pills, you got abstinence, you got all this stuff. But a lot of women just choose to go out there and get abortions. And please miss me with the whole uh, women get abortions because of incest and grape and all that stuff. That is incest and grape probably represent less than one percent of abortions, ladies and gentlemen. Matter of fact, I did a video on this some years ago where I actually ran down the numbers. I got to go find it in my archives, but they represent like probably less than one percent. The ninety-nine percent of abortions that take place out there are a bunch of careless women who choose not to go forth with the with the uh, pregnancy. They want to just go ahead and. And get the baby sucked out, as in literally, they literally suck these babies out, you know, depending, whatever. I'm not going to get into the details of how it works, but that's what they do. You got a bunch of careless women who make careless sexual decisions, and they they turn around and want to regret, uh, they, they have regrets, and now they want to go out there and terminate the life of the unborn child. And then they want to be like, it's my body. No, it's not your body. It's your body and it's another person's body that's growing inside of your body. That's what an actual fetus is. It is a developing human being. So I don't support abortion. So when it comes to this little survey, the ACLU sent me, uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to be, uh, let me see, it says, this question is state by state attacks and potential Supreme Court actions that could severely limit abortion access. I'm not concerned at all. I think abortion should be illegal across the board a federal law outlawing it you got too many options out there to prevent an unplanned pregnancy you got too many out there why do you have to terminate the life of a developing human being because all of a sudden you feel some type of way or you were careless or you were too young made too too dumb of a decision now nah, make it illegal 
except for medical reasons and grape and incest. Those are the only ones that I will co-sign. Grape, incest, and medical reasons. But like I said, when it comes to grape and incest, they probably represent less than 1%. So no, I don't support abortions, period. I hope they make it a federal law outlawing it. Next question, the need to undo harsh immigration policies that have trampled on the rights of immigrant families and asylum seekers, separated families and kept thousands of people in unnecessary detention. So basically, the ACLU sent me a little survey today, ladies and gentlemen. I was going to talk about something else, but I come home, there's this letter sitting on my computer my wife put on here. Talking about this from the ACLU. They want my opinion on uh, white supremacy, systemic racism, voter suppression, and more. Um, hold up. Somebody says I'm mansplaining. Well, I am a man. <laughs> I am a man, and I'm going to do some splaining out here, uh, Freddie. I am a man, and we's going to do some splaining. If you don't want an abortion, then you need to practice safe sex. You need to not get pregnant. Don't come up in here with the whole grape, the incest, the medical. That's not the that's not the number one reason why most women go get abortions. Most women go get abortions because they choose to uh, they choose to be careless with their vaginas. That that's that's what it is for the overwhelming majority of abortions out there. They don't want the financial responsibility of being tied to another human being that they voluntarily laid down and chose to create. That's what it is. So make it illegal. That's my mansplaining for today. And look, I'm not opposed to people getting vasectomies. But here's the difference between a vasectomy and an, and an abortion. A vasectomy, there is no life growing inside of a man's nuts. All it is is sperm. The sperm can't do nothing until it comes into contact with an egg. So you can get a vasectomy all you want, but guess what? You're not. You're not interfering with the process of life growing. Men, we don't grow babies in our sack. That's not how this works. Uh, what was the next question? Oh, yeah. The need to undo harsh immigration policies that have trampled on the rights of immigrant families and asylum seekers, separated families that kept thousands of people in unnecessary detention. So they're talking about a bunch of illegals coming over here. They want to know if I'm concerned, somewhat concerned. Not very concerned or not very are not concerned at all. I'm not concerned at all from the standpoint of me having a pity party for these people. Look, I get it. You want to come to America, the land. You know, it's amazing. I got this survey is talking about. Uh, I, they want my opinion on white supremacy, systemic racism and voter suppression. But you got all these illegal immigrants trying to break into this country that want to come over here to the land of white supremacy systemic racism and voter suppression. How racist and oppressed, oppressed can this country be when people are literally breaking their necks to get into this country every single day? How racist can it be? How racist can it be? Why would anybody want to break into a place that the ACLU deems as super racist? They're oppressing folks all over the place. Yada, yada, yada. It can't be that bad if everybody and their mama's trying to break into this country. You don't see people trying to break into Haiti. You don't see people trying to creep, sneak across the border into Mexico. <laughs> so it just makes me wonder, like, how silly is this, right? But 
when it comes to these illegal these illegal immigrants, look, I get it. Y'all want to come on over here, but y'all gonna have to go to the back of the line, baby. I don't want to hear this crap about how America was stolen land. Yeah, America was stolen land, but then some some point in our past, they decided to turn it into a an official country, draw some little lines on the map outlining this land is my land, this land is your land, and we became an official country with borders. So guess what? If you weren't over here when they drew the official lines, guess what? You are not an American. You need to go through the process and become an American. You need to go out there and learn the Pledge of Allegiance and all that crap and become an American, baby. Don't be coming over here. Try, you know, you come over here, get you some driver's license. You got that, that Looney Tunes mayor up in New York City who wants to allow you guys to vote. Look, I, I don't want to hear all this crap. I don't want to hear all this crap. Take your ass on back, cross the border, and do it right, baby, like, like countless other people do. Come over here, get citizenship the legal way. You an American all day out in these streets, baby. You are in the club. If you were born here in this country like me, you are an American. You are in the club. If you were born somewhere else and you snuck across here, you ain't an American. You are a person who is breaking the law. That's what you're doing. So do I feel bad if they separate families? Kind of. I saw this movie on Netflix the other day. Me and the wife was watching it about this, this dude up in this little Asian dude. Uh, I think he was like Vietnamese or something like that. He uh, in the movie, he had came over here as a baby. And he was raised in foster homes. And anyways, he's in his like 30s now, married with an adoptive daughter, married to this white chick. Anyways, he did something, got in trouble with the law. And they decided they was going to deport him back to Vietnam. Now, granted, he ain't never been to Vietnam a day in his life outside of him being born. Couldn't speak the language. Just straight up American. I felt bad watching the movie. It, it even almost brought a tear out of my... It was, it was almost a tearjerker movie. I had to hold back some tears at the end of the movie. I think the name of the movie is called Blue... Is Blue something? Anyways, whatever. Anyways, I almost started to cry a little bit when it was at the airport and he was getting on the plane and his wife and his stepdaughter, they couldn't, they wanted to go, but he was like, nah, y'all stay here. I got to go, blah, blah, blah. I started to cry a little bit. I was like, God, this is sad. But then I was like, man, but you're not an American, B. I mean, we, we got to have rules here. I, I get it. You're going back to a place you ain't never been. You've been here your entire life. But, I mean, come on. You got to blame your parents on this one. They, they effed up. I'm, I'm sorry. Because if you go to another country and you get caught up caught out in them other countries and they decided to uh, deport you, nobody's going to feel sorry for you over there. Nobody feels sorry. All these other countries, they like to enforce their borders, kick people out the country, lock you up, all kinds of stuff. Nobody feels sorry. It's just here in America. They're trying to condition us to feel sorry. And look, like I say, I had a couple tears that were ready to fall out my eyeballs. The movie was doing a number to me. I was in there doing one of them numbers. And I was like, but you're not an American, man. I'm sorry. I, listen, I don't know. I do feel a certain type of way about people like that. But until they get the laws changed, you know, you better go look them family members up, baby. Uh, let's see what else. All right. This thing's talking about some other crap I didn't read. Um, they talking about some activism stuff, some LGBT equality stuff, more racism stuff. Basically, this is like a survey they sent me asking me 
a whole bunch of social justice warrior type questions, man. Everything from LGBT rights, equality, voting rights, racism, abortion, just just all types of goofy stuff I don't even think about. Now, should LGBT people have rights? As far as I know, they got all the rights in the world. You can't even say nothing about the alphabet squad without somebody trying to hang you upside down from your toes. Access to abortion. I just said that I don't support abortion, so I'm, I'm not even checking for it. Systemic racism and racism. Listen, I don't want to hear no jibber jabber about racism. I don't believe young people when they talk about racism. I don't believe you. I don't want to hear it. I need to see pictures of you hanging upside down from a tree or something like that with white folks standing next to you taking pictures and mailing them joints on postcards before I believe it because most of y'all are lying. Most of y'all are lying. You don't experience racism. You get on here and claim racism just so you can get attention on social media or get some type of money so you can go out there and move out there with the rich white people. Shout out to BLM. That's what normally goes on. So that's my survey. I got to fill this out. They want me to fill this out and send it back in. I don't know if I'm going to send it back in. Because I'm wondering, I wonder if I wonder if my white neighbors got this same survey. I should go knock on their doors and ask them, like, hey, did y'all get this survey? If not, how come I'm if if they didn't get it, I'm gonna be real, I'm gonna be real little, little, I'm, I'm gonna be uh feeling a certain type of way. I'm gonna be like, I feel like y'all targeted me because it says black on my driver's license. <laughs> I think I'm gonna get that changed to white. I think I'm gonna get that. I think I'm gonna get my race changed to white on my driver's license so I can stop getting stupid uh surveys like this. Because I don't believe in I don't believe in any of this crap. Uh let me see if I can find another one. Let's see. All right, anyways, the rest of this crap is about uh I don't know if I read all this. Let me see. So that's that. And then they want me to send some money in for ACLU membership. I ain't sending nothing up in here. So Clayton Bixby, you can call me whatever you want, baby. You can call America been good to me, nigga. <laughs> America been good. Listen, if America has sucked for you, that's because you've made horrible decisions that that's the way it is for for the majority of you out there it's because you made horrible decisions i don't want to hear about you being raised in a single mama household in the projects and going to a subpar school i don't want to hear it i do not want to hear it you have the power to change that so if america has failed you it's because you failed yourself that's what it is, especially in this day and age and all this information technology, internet, smartphones. You have the entire world in the palm of your hands, thanks to the good old white guy, Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs needs to be hanging up in every black person's house right next to white Jesus, as far as I'm concerned. He freed all you Negroes. So I don't want to hear it anymore. You got the power to make decisions except you choose to make stupid decisions. 
You know, I'm getting to the point now. I believe some of y'all were just born to be stupid. And some, some of y'all are just born to be losers in life. I'm starting to really feel that way these days. I didn't want to start feeling this way, but I'm starting to believe that maybe we have a lot of, a lot of people within these ranks that were born to be losers, man. They were born this way. Like, it's like a genetic flaw or something like that. I don't know. But if America has failed you, it's because you failed yourself. That's how I honestly feel. This land is too good. Too many opportunities. All you got to do is just take advantage of them. Go out there, learn something, figure it out, take advantage of it, and you can do damn near anything you want for the most part. You know what I mean? So that's my little survey about uh, white supremacy, racism, and voter suppression. I don't want to hear this white supremacy crap. I don't want to hear it. I do not want to hear it, especially when you got black folks out here getting away with murder, figuratively and literally, damn it, every single day out in these streets. Excuse me, out in these streets. I don't want to hear no about nothing, no, no systemic racism. None of you clowns out there claiming racism can prove racism. You just feel a certain type of way. That's all racism has evolved into is feelings for most black folks. I felt this person was racist but you can rarely, if ever, prove it. That's, that's, how I, that's how I honestly feel. It's all about your feels. And I don't want to hear nothing about no voter suppression, because like I say, I don't know a single black person who is being suppressed from voting. I don't know a single one. I've never met a single one. We have never had these conversations. Don't know. Where are these black folks at? Where are they hiding at? I, I see people talking about them, but they never show exactly who these people are and how come they can't vote. How come you can't get a driver's license or some type of state ID? Like, how hard is it to get these things? I don't know. I don't know a single person that can't get a state ID or some type of government-issued ID. I don't know a single person like that. So who are these people they're talking about? Look, K, he from Africa. He said he ain't even moving back there. <laughs> I wouldn't mind visiting, but I ain't living over there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even live in Europe. I would visit, but I don't even want to live there. I like America, baby. I don't even understand what's really in the voter suppression bill that's suppressing me as a black person. Neither do I, sensible sister. Neither do I. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't know a single black person that can't vote. I don't know one. I've never met one. Unless it had to do with something with their criminal record and they couldn't vote because of that. But other than that, I don't know any black person that has struggled with trying to vote. I don't know. Like, who are these people? Illegal immigrants, they shouldn't be voting, period. Get them the hell up out of here. Get them out of here. They're sucking up resources that could be used for people like me, you, and every other 
American citizen who has to pay taxes in this country. Get them the hell up out of here. I don't want to hear this crap about them doing jobs that uh, Americans won't do. No, you got Americans that'll go out there and do them jobs. How do you change a check without ID? What do you mean change a check? What are you talking about? I don't even know what, what you're talking about. What does change a check mean? What the heck does that mean? So anyways, um, Where's biracial Freddie? She ain't here in her feels about this abortion thing. Where's she at? Well, biracial Freddie, you can feel how you want to feel. But your boy G Dizzle is not changing his opinion on abortions. I'm sorry. Stop having careless sexual relations. Pick proper men that you can see yourself building a life with before you let him bless you with the man juice. Then all of a sudden you want to get mad and go take it out on the unborn baby. Because <laughs> that's what happens with most of these instances. It ain't because of grape and incest. It's because of senseless uh, women who don't want to uh, exercise better options when it comes to birth control. So I am in favor of making abortions illegal. So anyways, those are my thoughts on that. So now let's talk about 35% um, of women who get abortions are married, G. Well, they need to they need to make that illegal too. And I bet you out of that 35% of women that, that get abortions because they're married, I bet you, I bet you ain't none of it because of grape or incest. I bet you that. I bet you they still fall up in the 99% of women who are using abortion as a means of just birth control. So it don't even matter. It, don't, it doesn't even matter what your marital status is. That could be a baby from a nigga that they was creeping with. For all we know, don't act like that don't happen. We all seen damn near every episode of Jerry Springer back in the day when they bring the women on there and be like 10 niggas. They done DNA test to try to figure out who the damn baby daddy is. So let's just, let's just keep it a buck. Just because you're married or single, are you married you get and you're out there getting abortion you make up the 35 percent that you say it's still probably more than likely because of careless sexual activities whether it's with your husband or with your side nigga that's that's what most abortions are they're not because of grape and incest they're because of people who don't want to be pregnant they regret getting pregnant that, that's what it boils down to uh biracial freddie that's what it is careless women acting careless with their bajayjays getting pregnant by dudes whether it's their husband or not don't matter you don't want to have a baby don't get pregnant it's, it's too many options why does the why does the why is the most popular option killing the unborn child you could prevent that from happening by just putting a condom on or putting your little contraptions or whatever the hell Whatever, well, all, all the stuff they got for women, female condoms, depot shots, morning after, all that crap y'all got. But y'all want to wait till this little thing starts developing a little heartbeat at four or five weeks, and then go get them sucked up out of you. <laughs> As if you ain't have 
a whole other list of options you could have picked from to prevent the pregnancy from taking place in the first damn place. So make it all illegal. No tears will be shed. Make it illegal. But I'm not going to be out there protesting either. So you ain't going to find me in front of an abortion clinic. I'm not going to be up here giving speeches about abortions. I'm just going to vote. If, if something pops up on my little ballot saying, do you support abortions? Yes or no? I'm just going to check no and keep it moving. I'm not giving y'all long, drawn-out speeches. I'm just going to vote and go home and stuff my face with some chicken. That, that's how it's going to be. You know what I mean? That's how it's going to be. Does your view change for early abortion? I agree there are too many contraceptives. No, I don't support it. Listen, listen, me and my wife, we had a we had a miscarriage once. Our second time getting pregnant, we had a miscarriage. I think, uh, I think she was pregnant like four, about five or six weeks. So you can, so you know what I'm saying? We're doing a whole doctor's appointment, had the whole miscarriage. Oh, wife is in tears, tore up. Oh, just tore me to pieces. You know what I'm saying? Because even at that early in the pregnancy, we can still hear the heartbeat. We know it's a little life that's growing up in there. So when people come around me talking about, oh, they're just a clump of cells. Like you go tell that, you go tell that to my woman who was devastated when we had a miscarriage and those little clump of cells, you can hear it's little heartbeat beating. You go tell that to her. So no, I don't want to hear this crap. I don't want to hear this crap at all, B. If you don't want a baby, don't get pregnant. It's really that simple, y'all. It's really that simple. All you got to do is just practice safe sex. Is it? Put a condom on. Take your little pregnancy pills, you know, birth control pills, all that stuff. And a lot of stuff you can get for free. You can get condoms for free. Go to any hospital or any clinic. They be passing out condoms like, like Halloween candy. So I don't want to hear this crap. I'm not, I'm not interested. I don't care how early. No, that's a developing human being. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to be out there marching and protesting about this either. So let's not get it twisted. I'm not, I'm not going to be out there. If I see somebody going to the abortion clinic, I'm not going to hop out and be like, you're wrong. I, I'm just going to keep on going about my business. I'm just going to vote. That's all I'm going to do. Yeah, so baby, when you want it, it's a clump of cells if you don't. Because, I mean, think about it. If I, go, if I go punch a pregnant woman in the stomach right now and she loses the baby, I can, I can go to jail for feticide. So when, when is it a baby? When is it a baby versus when is it a clump of cells? How is it that this clump of cells can put me in jail for a very long time if I cause this clump of cells to lose its life? inside of the womb of his mother. I can't come up to the judge and be like, hey, judge, it's just a clump of cells, judge. Why are you locking me up? No, they're going to lock me up and treat it as if I killed an actual person. But when the mother, if she decides if it's a clump of cells, then she can go ahead and terminate it. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, how, that's how stupid this is. It's only a clump of cells if the mother thinks it's a clump of cells, she's the only one in the world that can make that decision currently in states that allow abortions. 
If she decides today it's a clump of cells, if she goes down to the abortion clinic and changes her mind and decides, nope, that's a growing life, then it becomes a baby. A week later, it's a clump of cells. Like she can do this all the way up. But if I look at a pregnant woman and I decide to hit her in the stomach and cause that clump of cells to not be developing anymore, I can go to jail. I can't use the clump of cells argument in court, to my knowledge. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not going to be out there marching for, for anything. I'm going to be marching to my kitchen to get me some, some chicken. <laughs> I'm going to eat those clump of cells, those clump of cells known as, as, as uh, chicken breasts and, and chicken wings. Those are the only clump of cells that I'll be marching for. But, you know, that's my opinion. I'm not going to turn into the abortion crusader out here. I'm just going to vote no. I don't support abortion and keep it moving. I'm just going to vote no. Get these illegals the hell up out of here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just going to be voting. I'm going to vote no. I don't support the criminal, all this criminal justice reform crap because I'm not a criminal and I don't feel like I need some type of reform in my life for activities I don't do. I go to work. I go to work. I pay my taxes. I've done everything I was supposed to do. Why should I be sitting around here investing unnecessary time into people who can't get right? Why? We don't have all the documentaries. We don't read all the history books. We got all the Michelle Alexander's books about Jim Crow. We, we, we don't see all this information, but you still choose to go out there and involve yourself in activities that can lead to your incarceration. Why should I care about what happens to you? Why? Why should I care about the criminal justice system and how racist it is? You knew this before you decided to go out there and do the things you did. So why should, why should that be a pressing issue for me? We live in the same world, in the same country, speak the same language, got the same cultural values to, the, to the a certain extent. We don't see all the documentaries together. How come I can go out there and live my life and not break consciously break the law and go to jail and you can't do the same thing? How come I had enough sense in my head to not get caught and get arrested doing whatever and you didn't? And then I decided to go to school, go to work, you know, do all the things I was supposed to do to try to create this, this, uh, this, this wonderful life that I've been creating and I'm trying to make better. I don't know if you can hear my kids yelling in the next room, but whatever. Um, how come I was able to do those things and I didn't grow up rich. My parents weren't rich. My mother was a teenage mother when she had me. My mother was 18 years old when she had me. So you can't, you can't use that excuse. I come from a, privileged family i come from the same damn near background as most of y'all but how come i was able to go out there and make proper decisions to avoid getting myself incarcerated and you can't and you couldn't but now i gotta sit here and pay attention to politicians woe is me warriors and social justice crybabies out here who want to try to make it seem like i the one of the biggest things i should be concerned about is the criminal justice system 
Why? I've never done anything to get myself put in jail. I've never been arrested. I don't have a criminal record at all. The most I got is a speeding ticket. Got a couple of them in my past. Why should I, why should I be concerned about that crap? I'm not a jailbird. I don't consciously break the law. So why should I be worried about that stuff? That's not a pressing issue for me. It hasn't been one for almost 42 years of my life. I'll be 42 in April. Why should I be concerned? I'm concerned about I'm concerned about my taxes going up. I'm concerned about the price at the pump. I'm concerned about the cost of food, grocery shopping. You know, all all that stuff. The stuff that should help sustain my life and, you know, and keep, you know, all that wonderful stuff. What niggas is doing in jail ain't my concern, B. You Negroes make these decisions to go out there and do these dumb things, whether they're white collar crime, blue collar crime, whatever type of crime it is. Cause you know, Marilyn Mosby, the lawyer up in uh, Baltimore, her and Nick Mosby, y'all know I went to college with her, right? We was in college the same damn time. Now she's being indicted because she wanted to uh, try to get over with some of this, uh, you know, withdrawing some money from her retirement account, claiming that she was experiencing financial hardships because of Corona, even though she was making a quarter million dollars a year and decided to take some of that money and buy some properties in Florida. And now she's currently being indicted. They could potentially go to jail over this crap and or lose her law license. Why should I feel sorry for Marilyn Mosby, a chick that I went to college with? We didn't know each other personally. I saw her around campus a lot. But why should I feel sorry for her? This is an educated Negro. A law degree, the, the, the state's attorney for, for Baltimore, all in the TV, famous. Why should I feel sorry for her? She ain't no dummy. She knew what she was doing. If anything, she's an expert. Well, technically, well, not technically. She is an expert at law. She knew what she was doing. Why should I feel sorry for people like her? Just like I shouldn't feel sorry for Pookie and Ray Ray. So I ain't got no issues with criminal justice because I don't be doing stuff to get myself jammed up. I don't consciously do stuff to go to jail. So no, I'm not making that a pressing issue because every Negro that I know that has gone to jail, all of them niggas did the things that they were accused of doing. And they all got found guilty. I ain't met one black person in my life that has went to jail over some bullshit that they didn't do. No, them Negroes did it. <laughs> Whether or not they admit to you that they did it is another thing, but nine times out of 10, 99.999% out of 100, they did that crap. So guess what? You got to go deal with it. Sell dope. Don't cry about you getting these long prison sentences. I don't want to hear that crap. Stop selling drugs, nigga. I don't want to hear this about, I was just selling drugs to feed my baby. Like, like you notorious B.I.G. Y'all remember that from his song, Juicy? I want to give a shout out to everybody who called the cops on me for selling drugs and I was just trying to feed my baby. B.I.G. could have went and took his fat ass and got a job too. I don't want to hear that crap big, big. It makes for a good song, but nigga, that was just a song. You can go out there and work like everybody else. I, I wouldn't work. I worked at Burger King my first job, flipping hamburgers. You too good to flip burgers, nigga? 
I had a daughter, man. Well, nigga, you shouldn't have got nobody pregnant as a teenager, nigga. <laughs> as if you didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear this crap. I don't want to hear these stupid excuses anymore from black society, man. You Negroes make stupid choices and then want to turn around and blame white people. And then these same white people end up sending letters to my house talking about, how do you feel about white supremacy and systemic racism? I should mail this thing back with a handwritten note talking about, don't send me this bullshit. Because all them niggas that y'all listen to are liars. They all make these stupid life choices to put themselves in these jams. And then they want to cry about racism and all this other crap later on instead of owning up to the fact you made a stupid choice. You got pregnant as a teenager. You got a chick pregnant knowing damn well you ain't got no resources to take care of this kid. You chose to sell dope. You chose to drop out of school. You chose not to learn a new skill. You chose all this stupid crap. And now you're in your 30s, working your way into your 40s and 50s, and life is not going the way you think it was supposed to go. Nigga, that's your fault. It ain't white people's fault. All you have to do is just, I told you guys, you only got to do four things to make it in America. There's only four things you got to do. You got to graduate high school. First thing, just graduate high school. I ain't say tech college. I ain't say universities. Just graduate high school and learn how to read, write, and do math at a functioning level in society. Next thing, don't become a baby mama or a baby daddy. Don't get pregnant until you are in a serious relationship with a person that you plan on being in a relationship with for a long time. All right? That's the second thing. Third thing, go learn a skill that somebody is willing to pay you for. I don't care what the skill is. It could be tech. It could be cutting grass. Go learn a skill set that society thinks is valuable and somebody is willing to pay you to do it. That's the third thing you need to do. Fourth thing you need to do is do not get arrested. Do not consciously go out there and do stupid stuff to get yourself put up in the system. If you can do those four things, America is yours, baby. You can do damn near anything you want for the most part. That's all you got to do, those four things. That's it. Oh, yeah, there was something else in this thing about wiping out uh, student uh, college loans, student debt. No, you took those loans out. You need to pay them people their money back. That's what you need to do. Now, I will, I will make a caveat. Maybe they can wipe out the interest. I'll, I'll let the interest slide. But you need to pay the money back. I don't want to hear this crap about you ain't have enough money to go to school. I ain't have money to go to school either. I want a scholarship, though. <laughs> I want an academic scholarship to go to school. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You know why? Because I halfway did my work in school <laughs> to the point where it was good enough to win an academic scholarship. But if it hadn't been for that, I was going into the military straight out of high school. That was my plan. I was going to go straight into the army, straight out of high school, and then use high school, uh, use the army to uh, fund my future. So I don't want, I don't want to hear this crap about oh, I'm 40 years old with student debt. You didn't have to take those debts out because you know even when I was in college, y'all know what I did. I had a I had a full scholarship in college. I still had a job in college. I used to work at the cafeteria. 
Tompkins Hall. Everybody going to the cafeteria, eating food. I was in there cleaning up tables. I mean, that's what I did in college. Even as a scholarship, I didn't have to get a job. I chose to get one because I wanted more money to go party and do other things. So I also, I remember I used to work in the calf and people used to laugh at me. I mean, I'm cool with these people now. They used to clown me. They would purposely mess up the dining room table because they knew I was coming through to clean it up. Like I would literally sit in the, I would, I'd be working in the calf and I would see people saw, saw me coming over there with my little, my little spray bottle. They would purposely take their drinks or their food and mash it on the table because they knew I had to clean that crap up. Right? They would do this to me. Laugh at me, mock at me. But you know what? We're in our 40s. Guess who's laughing now? Because when I left Tuskegee, I left out of there with zero. I left out of Tuskegee with zero college debt. So I was working there and I had a full scholarship. But here I am. I'm not I, I'm friends with a bunch of people from Tuskegee on my Facebook. A lot of them are still paying student loans 20 years later. Not me. Not me, but they could have did the same thing I did. They could have went they could they could have went and filled that application out and worked in the cafeteria just like me. But they chose not to. They chose to get the student loans, pledge the frats, sororities, hang out on the yard, do whatever they did. Right? That's cool. I pledged frats too. I hung out and partied, but I also held the damn job down. Because I needed money to go hang out at the club and party for real. <laughs> That's the only reason I went and got a job. I wanted party money. I wanted I wanted weed money. I was a big time. I was heavy into smoking weed back then. I wanted money to smoke and party. But I don't have any student debt. So they need to go. So all them people crying about student debt, they need to pay them bills. Y'all took out them loans and them debts. Pay that, pay that, pay that money back. It is what it is, baby. It is what it is. I don't feel sorry for them either. My parents didn't give me no money for college. They ain't saving up no money for me. I'm saving up money for my own kids to go to college. My parents ain't saving no money up for me. They ain't have it like that. You know what I mean? So I'm just saying. That's just how I am. That's, that's why I'm like, America's been good to me, baby. America has been good to me. Samoted B. America's been good to me. I've made decisions, B that have put me in certain predicaments that have been beneficial to my life. So I'm not going to sit around here and be like, Oh, racism, white supremacy. Look, if this is right, if this is what you think racism and white supremacy is, then I need some more of this shit. Cause this shit has been good to me. The white man's army was great to me. I did my little 13 years in, uh, I get benefits galore, baby benefits galore benefits that will take me to my grave one of them i don't pay health care i get free health care for the rest of my life me and my wife <laughs> so this is white supremacy this shit's been amazing for me amazing i ain't had no i ain't had no real struggles that i didn't bring on myself no white man has held me down and no white man is went ab and no white man has went above and beyond to help me out either. I put it that way as well. Everything I got, I got off the strength of me 
learning whatever it is I had to learn and doing whatever it is I had to do. Same thing y'all could do. Except with you, except with you youngins, man, y'all got it. Y'all got it so much easier than I had it. Cause I keep, I tell people, man, if I had access to social media, an iPhone, and the internet, and you know they just came out, they just launched five G across the country. Y'all know that, right? Y'all seen the news? Uh, Verizon and T-Mobile, they just launched five G internet across the country, which is a game changer. Okay, let me let me let me, let me break it down for you if you don't understand. Now they talk about how drive driverless cars are going to come out. Well, driverless car technology is going to, it needs 5G in order for it to even become a remote possibility because you could transfer data so damn fast. They say you can download a, a, a movie of like eight gigabytes in like 10 seconds. That's how fast 5G technology is, right? So if, if you, if I were able to take this same technology if we're winding the clock back to 1994 when I was a freshman in high school or 1998 when I was a freshman in college, I would probably be a millionaire a few times over by now, especially when you factor in the hustle I had and all the crazy ideas I had back then, but I didn't have the money or the means to execute it. I would be, I would be, I'll be stupid paid right now. Stupid paid. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I be looking at these youngers. I'm like, I don't want to hear this crap. Y'all got, y'all got so much crap. Like sensible sister said, we had to go to the library. I had to walk, had to walk up and down, do, learn the Dewey Decimal System, walk through the stacks. That's what they call the the, the aisles in the library. They call them the stacks. Looking for books to do reports. All you gotta do is just pull up Google. When the last time you niggas read a book? Like my son, man. My both my kids. My my youngest is in first grade. My oldest is in tenth. My uh my youngest, especially ever since kindergarten, they issued him a tablet, an iPad. He got issued an iPad in kindergarten. My kids ain't my kids don't even carry books. They don't even issue the kid. They don't pass out books to the kids anymore. Remember the days we used to get the books, and then we used to have to go home and put the put the book covers on them. You get some old newspaper. Or whatever, unless you came from the rich family, uh, you know, the quote unquote rich family, your mama and them can go out to the store and get you the fresh book covers. Well, we used to just tear the newspaper up and make book covers. Anybody remember that life? My kids don't even get books, they get issued laptops and iPads starting in kindergarten. Yeah, but the crazy thing is, it's such a common thing now, most people probably don't even pay attention or even notice it. They get issued laptops and iPads. My son, when the pandemic first hit, when he started kindergarten last year, we had him home for the first nine weeks till we try to figure out how this whole pandemic thing worked. He was going to school on his damn iPad. He'd sit at our kitchen table, log into his iPad, and be having class. His teacher be on there. They were doing a Microsoft team. My son has been using Microsoft Teams since he was a kindergartner. I just started using Microsoft Teams when I turned like th uh, 39, 40 years old. He's been using it since he was five. You know what I'm saying? That's the type of world we live in. Shout out to BMT. We live in a world where kids are given these miracle devices, man, that can revolutionize crap. So I don't want to hear you youngins out here who are around my age, maybe slightly older or younger, I don't want to hear your stupid cries about 
this fake racism. And that's why I don't want the ACLU sending me surveys talking about what are my thoughts on white supremacy, racism, and voter suppression. I think it's all a bunch of BS that most people make up because they're 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 lacking in attention. They they want so they want to feel connected to something. Like you ain't black if you're not supporting. If, if, if you don't feel connected to oppression and racism or some sense of racism and all this other crap, well, I don't feel connected to it because it doesn't happen. It doesn't, I, I don't experience it. Nobody's held me down. Nobody said, you know, when I went to go buy my house right here, I live in, I went and I was like, I want the house, the house, somebody else built the house. Their financing fell through. Me and a wife came through. Was like, oh, this is a nice house. Oh, their financing fell through. Well, how much is the house? Let me go ahead and copy. The lady was like, hey, you need to put X amount down. I went to the bank the very next day, took out a cashier's check for X amount of money, came back up to her, gave her the damn check. Did she stuck a for sales? Uh, she stuck a, a sign in my house saying sale pending. And guess what? They did the whole paperwork thing. No flaws. Credit was straight. My debt to income ratio was, was, was where it was supposed to be. About three weeks later, they was like, we, we were signing paperwork and I was getting the keys to move into my house. Two years of living here, I refinanced the house, knocked off $500 from my mortgage payment. So now I pay $500 less than what I was paying before. Whole process took like two weeks, baby. And I did it all over the phone. Never even met the person processing the paperwork. It was a white dude, too. <laughs> he sent the black lady to my house for me to sign some crap. Boom. I was good money out in these streets. Now I pay $500 less per month for this house. Nobody held me down from getting a house. The only thing that would have held me down was if my finances was out of whack. If I didn't have the money or the income, or the credit. Because whoever built this house, whoever whoever was initially going to buy this, because like I say, this house is a brand, I'm the first person to live in this house, but this house was being built by somebody else. But during the building process, their finances fell through, and then the house just went on the market, and then I came through and bought it. So it wasn't built for me initially, but I'm the first person to live in it. All 3,800 square feet of this. Five bedrooms, four and a half bathrooms, sitting next to a lake. It's all mine. But nobody, no, no, nobody said I couldn't, nobody prevented me from moving out here. This house don't went up over $100,000 in value since I bought it. That's, that's some hell of, that's, that's, that's some good ass white supremacy right there. You ever live in a house? Oh, I've been living in here for I ain't even I've been living in this house for like two years, two and a half years. This house is worth a hundred thousand dollars more than I bought it two years ago already. A hundred racks more. So if I sold it right now, I would make a hundred thousand dollars off this house. Explain the white supremacy and the racism, how it's holding a brother like me down. All I had to do was just make sure my credit was straight, my bank account was straight, and my income was straight. And it was all straight. You know what I mean? But this is because I chose to make these decisions.
I chose to be proactive about my credit because I messed my credit up early in my 20s or when I was in college. Says the inflation bubble is real. Uh, well, if that is the inflation bubble, it is what it is. I'm not worried about that. I'm going to always have this house to live in until the day I sell it. So I'm not worried about that. Maybe that is the inflation. Who cares? I plan on living in this house till I'm old and wrinkly. You didn't pay cash, you mortgage. Well, most people do pay mortgages. But I plan on paying mines off and I plan on having this house paid off in like 15 years any damn way. So I'm not worried about the more uh, paying a mortgage. But I'm not going to go too deep off into that because you'll just sit here and try to nitpick it to death. 15 year mortgage, 30 year mortgage. You didn't pay cash. You didn't do this. Well, nigga, I, I'm, I'm living here. <laughs> Where are you living? I'm living here. This, this is what I chose to do. You understand? This is what I chose to do. Conscious decision based off of my understanding of the information. This is what I chose to do. But yeah, I plan on paying it off. My goal is to have it paid off in 15 years. I send extra money a whole lot of extra money every single month to the more to the balance or straight to the principal. But whatever, uh, this ain't about my house though. This is just about decisions, decisions, decisions. How y'all could do so much better. And this applies to everything. This, this could be relationships, could be employment opportunities. I just think a lot of black folks make stupid decisions and then they just want to blame everybody for their stupidity. People have just gotten comfortable with blaming other people. It's it's accepted. It's, matter of fact, it's not even accepted. It's expected. People expect black folks to blame everybody else. They look at everybody even looks at even, even white folks look at black people strange. If you ain't out here blaming white people for everything, even white people look at you strange like, huh? What you mean? You, you don't support black lives? Go, go, go. Uh, let, let a white person ask you if you support Black Lives Matter and you turn around and say, no, you don't. Man, they're going to look at you like you a damn alien that came from out of space. Huh? What do you mean you don't support Black Lives Matter? You don't believe the police are hunting you and killing you? <laughs> what? How dare you not believe that? How dare you not believe that, black person? You're supposed to believe that. You're black. You're supposed to believe you're oppressed and, and, and the white man's out to get you. You're supposed to believe these things, black guy. Black woman, they'll look at you like you don't lost your damn mind. That's how bad they expect you to think like this. <laughs> yeah, it is white liberals, but the problem is you don't know who the white liberal is until they open their mouth. You know what I'm saying? And if you live in and around a, a, a blue city or a blue state, you know, they're all over the place. They expect you to think like that. And they look at you crazy as cat shit if you don't think like that. They be like, then they'll come around. You're not really black. You're, you're a conservative. They'll they'll take, they'll snatch your black card from you <laughs> just as quick as a black person will. It's crazy as hell because you are expected to be looking at the world like children. They, they expect to treat you like children. It's not your fault. We're going to go out here and figure out how to solve white supremacy and, and all these other issues. 
we're going to figure out how to get you a, an ID card because you don't know how to vote, little Negro. You don't know how to vote. You don't know where to go get an ID. Never mind, you've been showing ID to go buy alcohol and tobacco and get in the Sam's Club and get into the nightclub. But when it comes to this voting thing, you don't know where to get an ID. We're going we're gonna to figure it out for you, little Negro. We are going to figure it out. You need, you need me to come save you because you can't save yourself. You can't seem to, you can't get right. Don't listen to G Dizzle. G Dizzle's a coon. G Dizzle is not really black. He's teaching, he's, he's trying to, he's trying to make you become accountable for your own actions. <laughs> he wants you to look in the mirror and fix your own deficiencies. No, that's not how we do. I fix your deficiencies when I feel like fixing a little Negro. I need you to depend on me. Okay. So you just go sit in the corner and play with your, your Legos and and and, and uh, get you some Jello and I'll solve all your problems, little Negro. That's how they be, man. That's how they be. That is how they be. The black folks just go along with it. Just go along with it. But that's cool. That is cool. Because, you know, like I keep telling people, my life is better at 40 than it was when I was 30. When I was 30, I had my first house, a little starter home. Me and the wife bought the house when our oldest son was six months old. Two-bedroom house, two-bedroom, two-bathroom. That was all we could afford. Um, bought it in this part of town in Augusta, Georgia called Grovetown, where really wasn't a whole bunch of construction and stuff going on. So we was kind of just out there a little bit. Sold it 10 years later, made like a $20,000, $30,000 profit off of it. Now we're living good. I was living better at 30 than I was living when I was 20. 20, I was a broke college student living in the dorm room, working at the cafeteria, eating ramen noodles, and, and uh, making miracles happen on my George Foreman grill. <laughs> that was my life at 20. When I turned 50 in 2030, I expect to be... Uh, living better than I currently am now. Maybe the same house, just more money, less debt. And when I turn 60, 70, or however long I live, I expect to be living better than I was 10 years earlier. Because I choose to go out there and make decisions to hopefully put myself in the best situations in life based off of whatever knowledge I have that I'm able to apply. Right? I don't expect to be living the same, acting the same, my bank account be the same as I was 10 years prior. But I know a lot of people that are still like that. Some of them are pro-blacks. Some of them are social justice warriors. Some of them are niggas who just couldn't get right. Like I got this one particular friend I know. We've known each other since like fourth grade. Um, back, in, back in elementary school, he had all the Jordans. Because I know y'all, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all you know, anyways, but anyways, he had all he had all the Jordans. His parents had more money than my parents. Um, they made more money. They were just able to buy him and his brother all the fly shit back in the day when we were kids. When the new video game systems came out, they were like the first ones to have it. New Jays dropped. They had the new Jays. They had everything. We, I, we used to be we used to feel a certain type of way. I was like, damn, they got all the fresh shit. 
But you know, I was a little kid. I was only I was only like fourth, uh, uh, fourth or fifth grade. I didn't understand it completely. I just knew he had the fresh J. I just knew he, when the new Jordans came out, he had them shits. When the new video game came out, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, Sega Genesis, Nintendo 16, all the hot stuff back in the the early 90s that that was of my generation, they had all that stuff when it first came out. Just fresh to death. Anyways, fast forward to uh, the present day. Anybody want to take a guess who has all the fresh stuff now? (laughs) Anybody want to take a wild guess? Me. I'll go ahead and tell you, me. Because uh, what happened, we both went to college. We went to two different schools. When he was in college, when I was in college working, partying, he decided he was going to go to college and and become a drug dealer, y'all. Start start moving them things across state lines. Got caught. Think he did a little time, did some probation. I don't know. Anyways, after high school, I ain't seen this dude probably in like 10, 10 something years, something like that. Let me see. So last time we saw each other was like 17, 18. But then I ran into him probably when I was about 28, 29. I just ran into him on a whim one day. I'm in the military at this time, working out of Fort Gordon, living in Augusta, Georgia. I remember I went to the store to go buy a suit jacket. Guess who working in the store selling the suit jackets? My friend. I ain't seen since we was like 16, 17, 18 years old. I'm like, what the hell? What you doing working up in here? This is where I work, man. I'm like, what? Like, I just, it's just, it just on a random whim I saw him. Still look identical to how he looked when we were, you know, we were younger. Both of us did, whatever. Anyways, we we chat, we we uh, reconnect, link back up. I'm living in my little starter home. He living in this. He living in damn near the projects, driving these old beat up cars. Just looking a little rough around the edges. Good dude, but you know he's still kind of into a lot of the same crap he was into when he was younger. But I just kept thinking, I was like, man, this dude was the fresh nigga on the block back in the day. Like he was that nigga. All the J's, I mean, he, he was just, you know, he, he would clown me because my parents couldn't afford all that expensive crap. Mine had the tables have turned when we become adults. And now we got to be accountable for our actions and decisions. I'm not saying that he's a pookie or a Ray Ray. He went through his pookie Ray Ray moment, and that slowed him down in life to where he never is always haunting him in some manner. Because I know I remember one point he was like, man, I should have joined the military. I wish I had to join. I wish I had to did. You know, it was a whole lot of I wish I had to did something. Type. It was a whole lot of conversation about how he wish he had to did stuff different. You know, basically, he was trying to tell me, I wish I had to never started selling drugs in college. <laughs> that's, that's what he was trying to tell me, because that moment in time has uh, followed him ever since in some capacity. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that he's on struggle, struggle status, but his options have been severely limited. You know what I mean? In comparison to what he could have been doing. But he was he was he was that nigga back in the day, though. Back in the day, he was that nigga. Courtesy of his parents. His parents were good people, too. I think his father passed away, but they were good people, though. You know, they did what they were supposed to do. They worked hard and gave their kids a great life. But he still chose to go out there and do Pookie and Ray Ray activities later on. 
So, you know, it's all about choices and decisions, ladies and gentlemen. Now, is my friend out there blaming white people? I see him doing it every now and then. He's not heavy into blaming white people all day long, but every now and then he'll he'll be on some old white man this, the white man that. I just look at him like, no, nigga. No, you did that. The white man is not responsible for how you are at, because I think, how old is he? He's 41. He's like six months younger than me. So we're, yeah, I'm six months older than him. But, you know, we're both same age. But um, he's where he's at because of what he chose to do. Just like the rest of y'all. Not me. All about decisions, baby. Yep. I got my first real job when I was 15 years old, too. Working at Burger King. No shame in the game. I was supposed to be working there. I was a teenager. I was supposed to be working there doing stupid minimum wage jobs. So I get my work experience up. I got a little bit of money to go trick off on some shoes and clothes. So my parents wouldn't have to buy my, my clothing anymore. Because when I got my first job, my parents, they stopped buying my school clothes. I started buying, I, I, I bought all my own school clothes since then. So if I wanted the Jordans, or I wanted the Clark Wallabies, or whatever the fresh shoes were back in my time, I had to go out there and work and spend all my money on that crap. And yeah, I did trick a lot of money off. I tricked a ton of money off on Jordans, Air Force, uh, uh, Air Maxes, and Tommy Hilfiger, Ralph Lauren Polo. I tricked a lot of money off on that crap back in the day. And then I got a job. Let me see. My second real job, I started working at... Uh, finish line a shoe store they gave me a 30 percent discount on shoes oh i lost my damn mind i lost my damn mind i had so many shoes i had probably a hundred pair of shoes i had all colors air force ones all types of shit i wasted a gang of money on sneakers back in the day but you know it is what it is i was supposed to do those things though both of those types of shoes are back in style. Yeah, I mean, they're always going to be in style. You know what I'm saying? Some shoes are just never going to go out of style. But I'm just, I'm just saying, I used, to, I used to waste tons of money on shoes, clothing, nigga trinket jewelry, all types of stupid stuff. But I was supposed to do those things. I was young, single, no wife, no kids. I was out there in them streets to a certain degree trying to be seen. I was supposed to do those things. You know what I'm saying? I don't regret it, but that doesn't concern. Y'all see what I wear? I wear I don't know, a white t-shirt. It's my little undershirt, and I put my little polo shirt on top of it when I go to work, but I'm out here. I'll be out here looking like a bum. I got on some croc. I got crocs on my feet right now. <laughs> I'll be on bum status. Sweatpants. I got on sweat. Matter of fact, I got on sweatpants, a t-shirt, some crocs. But I live in a half a million dollar house. So it's like at this age, should my wardrobe be fresh to death or should my living conditions be fresh to death? At 20, I was broke as hell in college, but I had a fresh pair of shoes on. I looked like I had money in college. I looked like I did. But me, the pursuit of looking like I had money in college when I didn't have money messed my credit up. May had me out there getting credit cards and getting cell phones in college 
knowing damn well I couldn't afford this crap, but I looked like I had money because I wanted the chicks to think I was that nigga. Even though I was, but I wanted the look, the look, I wanted my look to match my confidence. Because I was hella confident. The confidence was not a factor. Even when even when I first, if I show you a picture, well, like when I first started college, I look at that picture, I'd be like, I'd be cringing, I'd be like, damn, that was me. <laughs> I was looking real struggly back then. But even with my struggly status, I was still hella confident when it was when it was time for me to go out there and put my bed in and try to holler at chicks. I was stupid confident. But then when I messed around, I started getting little credit cards as a college student. I started going to the mall, get my little gear fresh. Then I got my little job on campus. Now I got a little bit of money to trick off of some weed, alcohol, and some club. Oh, you couldn't tell me nothing, baby. You couldn't tell me nothing. So I was looking like I was doing things, even though my pockets was actually hurt because I didn't truly understand finances like that. And it messed my credit up for about a good four years because of that. Well, maybe three years. I don't know. Something like that. But then I got my mind right, learned about credit a little bit. And all I did was just pay my bills. <laughs> every, every time I took out a, some, some type of credit, I just paid my bills on time every month. And then I noticed my credit score, credit score, credit score started creeping up. I was like, oh, that's how this works. You just pay your bills on time and your credit score goes up. You don't take out a whole bunch of credit. You just take out just enough, pay it on time, and your credit score goes up and you get lower interest rates. That's how this works? Oh, really? Well, I think I can figure this out. And ever since then, I haven't messed up my credit. My credit's been above 700 ever since I was like 24 years old. The lowest it's dropped since I was 24 was probably about just about a 700 that was like the lowest has dropped ever since the highest it got I, I had a 840 at one point that was the highest and it's not like i be checking it all the time i just check it when i gotta go make a major purchase you know run my credit they be like damn you got an 840 i'm like damn i got an 840 but i just pay my bills i ain't do nothing special i ain't take a damn dave ramsey class i just pay my bills man i just noticed oh pay my bills my credit score goes up oh i can do this I can do this. This ain't hard to figure out. <laughs> I think I can figure it. I think I can handle this. One. You know what I mean? That's how this works. But it's part of growing and maturing and accepting your deficiencies. Because I could have just easily blamed. I could be I could be blaming a white man right now. Man, my credit messed up, man. I can't afford an apartment. I can't afford a house. I need free rent. Landlords should be illegal. We should all have free housing. I could, I could be one of them people right now. I could be one of them people. And how do those people turn into them people? Them people turn into them people because them people make stupid decisions. More than likely, they make stupid financial decisions that they haven't figured out how to recover from. So now they want to blame the system. They want to blame white supremacy. They out here literally talking about how rent should be illegal. Or they're looking for a moratorium on the rent rate, on the rent hikes and all this crap because of the, the pandemic. They're trying to basically extend out how much longer they can live in their apartment without paying rent or their property without paying rent. Why? Because a lot of them make stupid decisions. They don't want to own up to their BS. You dig? That's how this works. How long have I been on here? Hour and a half. I'm going to drop the link. Anybody want to come up here? Run your mouth for a few minutes. Give me a second. I got to put myself on mute so y'all don't hear this clackling. Hold on.
All right. So there's the link. Anybody want to come up here and tell me I'm full of crap and that I need to be blaming white people nonstop. You can come up here and you can blame white Jesus. You can blame white zaddy. And then I'm going to turn around and say it's your fault, nigga. Show. My bad. I think I'm, I think I'm back unmuted. But anyways, you come up here and blame white folks. I want to see proof. I want to see the proof. So I give it a few minutes. Don't I want to come up and I'm going to shut it down. And I'm going to go in here and stuff my face with this damn fried chicken my wife made. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the benefit of when you got a woman and you got confidence in your life. You know, you can step to a woman like how I did on the street or in the parking lot, holler at this woman. Now she ain't here making a nigga chicken. <laughs> Good chicken, too. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't be on here complaining about relationships. Nigga, I got a woman. I want me, my woman be in there cooking like a son bitch. She cook a couple times a week, not every night. But she be she be throwing down. Me and my kids, we stay, we stay eating good up in here. I ain't got time to be sitting around on YouTube eight hours a day crying about BWs. My BW is in here whipping it up. And in exchange, I put her in half a million dollar houses. <laughs> Give her whatever she wants. So as long as I can afford it. Got here late. I'll be watching this on the replay. All right, cool beans. Oh, you say your credit score is 740. Okay. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? I could be I could be out there 40 years old trying to chase chase these little, little young tenders that are gonna outrun me. Fuck all that, nigga. <laughs> I met my wife, we met each other in our early 20s. We recognized a good deal and decided to lock it down. I got out the game. I didn't, I didn't, it didn't, I didn't need a whole decade of ripping and running to figure out figure this thing out. I was like, oh, I think that's I think it's gonna work with her right here. I'm good. You go ahead and give them my last name. Put some babies in her. We've been chilling ever since, man. They don't want to pay rent. They could buy shoes and handbags for hundreds. Yeah, I could do that too, but you know. But now I get what you're saying. Some of them don't want to do that, but they they wardrobe will be fresh to death. It's all about choices and decisions, man choices and decisions you just got to figure out what you value but don't turn around here and blame white people in racism or bws for your for your stupid decisions or black men you know if you're a bw blaming black men people don't want to be held accountable for their stupid decisions especially in black society and i say especially because that's what we're known to talk about on youtube all day long you know what I'm saying? All the dysfunction. Like I don't really hear a bunch of white content creators talking like this. Um, most of the white content creators that I'm sub to, they be out here talking about stocks and bonds, tech stuff, entertainment stuff. Like I don't even know where to find the channels of white people complaining about white people all day. I don't even know where those channels are. 
You know what I'm saying? I just know in black YouTube, this is what black folks do, which leads into this whole black American thing versus black immigrants, where people are crying about fresh and fit. And I'm gonna go ahead and get my two cents on this. So, so here's my two cents on the fresh and fit debacle of them talking about how they don't deal with night riders. They don't dabble in the dark, meaning they don't like dealing with black women, right? Here's my two cents on this. Everybody's out here talking about, oh, they're these immigrants, these black immigrants, he, uh, one of them's an Arab and one of them's from the Caribbean. They come over here and they talk about black women. How dare they do this? Listen, black American Negroes have been talking cold cash shit about black women or black men and black women in some capacity for like 30, 40, 50 years. We got whole movies around this. Y'all go back and watch all them black exploitation movies from back in the day. Um, the Mac, uh, 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 Dolomite, all the movies. You out here talking, you, you out here making movies, pimping your own women out. You advocating your women be pimp. Transitioning into hip-hop culture. Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. We got that whole thing going on right there to the point where now women... It's so popular to uh, to to degrade black women that BWs go out there and degrade themselves and do it better than most men. And a lot of them do it better than men can do it. And they make more money degrading themselves. You got that aspect going on, um, you know, because I know black people, black men like to be like, but remember Oprah Winfrey's and, and, and Donahue's. They used to talk about us on the TVs. Well, nigga, niggas was making music talking about black women in the music. Like I say, Snoop Dogg, bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. <laughs> it's like one of the most famous songs, uh, uh, you know, denigrating a woman or whatever, degrading a woman. So anyway, we got this whole culture of this going on. And then we come on black YouTube. It's the same thing. We got your Tommies. We got this. We got that. We got, you know, even Tariq Nasheed. Go listen to some of his old stuff. How he used to be talking super reckless and greasy about black women back in the day. You know, we got this whole culture of this. So now you got these, these so-called black immigrants. I don't know how long they've been here. Were they first generation, second, third? Who freaking cares? And they get up here and they talk about black women. Now everybody want to get into a tizzy. And then people be like, well, only I can talk about it. It's like me talking about my brother, but you can't talk about my brother. It's like my nigga. You got niggas on YouTube who make whole videos hoping that black women something happens to them if they date a white man. And then you got black women out here talking about how you need to abort black babies and do this and do that. But basically, you got this whole culture, mainstream media and in this social media crap, of black folks constantly going at each other like cats and dogs and making money off of it. But then you got the nerve to get offended when somebody who's not a uh, uh, black American descended from slaves comes through and says something about black women. Like, like, it doesn't even make sense to me how you can get offended at this crap when you publicly offend yourselves every single day and make and make stupid cheese off. And, and, and some of y'all are in a position where you make stupid money off of uh, of degrading the opposite sex, the male or your male or female counterpart. You may some of y'all have made livelihoods off this crap, professional entertainers and YouTubers and bloggers or whatever. 
So it doesn't even make sense. So if they get up here and say they don't deal with black women's and, and bonquishas or whatever the hell they said, what are you getting mad for? You niggas say this stuff all the time. Y'all say this stuff all the goddamn time. You don't you don't want to deal with them every time a, a, a white dude that's dating a black girl, she uh they they uh she ends up getting killed. You got like a thousand divester videos out there. Ha ha, look at that. Bottom shelf Brad took out Keisha. Ha ha. Or if there's a white, if there's a black chick dating a white dude, Tariq Nashida always put a video up on Instagram and Twitter talking about is this a bedwinch right here? You know what I'm saying? It's like nigga, y'all do this all the time. And you got the nerve to turn around when they do the same thing. It's like, no, nigga. They just following your lead. But 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 we, we could do that. No. Well, you can do that, and so can they. And guess what? They did they're gonna make money off of it just like you trying to make money off it. Are they gonna get some type of fame and notoriety off of it like you're trying to get some fame and notoriety off it? Because you've made it cool to do that. So don't complain when other 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 black folks who aren't from here, they do the same thing when they get over here. It's because you made it cool. You don't see other groups doing this. When the last time y'all seen some Hispanics or some Asians making all these videos, whether they're songs, YouTube videos, and they going in on Japanese women going in on Japanese men and vice versa or whatever. Like, unless that stuff's happening, I don't, I don't know. But you don't really see that crap. Black folks, it's a whole industry around this crap. So I don't really understand why people get offended about it. What are you offended for? And then now people are a little upset about Rihanna posting a picture of uh, MLK and some gold teeth. Let me see if I can find that picture. Let me see. MLK gold teeth. All right, so Rihanna posted this MLK with some with some gold teeth. I don't know who made this, but I seen people making a little little fuss about this. Rihanna's disrespecting our icons, giving MLK gold teeth in a. Even though she didn't make the picture, somebody else made the picture. Here's the original picture. Somebody just slapped some gold teeth in a in an earring in his ear, and then she got it posted up. And I seen people making a, a big fuss about this. I'm like, what are you making a fuss about it? This is this is this is what black culture, this is black culture likes ignorance and ratchetness. And then I hate, and then I see people like Tariq and others. I don't know if Tariq specifically made mention of this, but I see Michael Blackson, the comedian Michael Blackson, he posted something on Instagram where he was like, Is it true that Martin Luther King Jr. had a white side piece? And then Cat Williams came up under there and called and said, uh, Michael Blackson was talking coon talk. And then Tariq Nasheed reposted it saying, saying, look, uh, Cat Williams checked this, this black immigrant, Michael Blackson, or something like that. And then Tariq gave his whole little caption about black immigrants disrespecting black icons or something like that. I'm like, but this is the same nigga Tariq Nasheed who clowns, um, what, what's old buddy's name? That was at the uh, march on Selma that crossed the bridge with Martin Luther King Jr., the black dude that died what was his name what was that guy's name um 
John Lewis. Was it John Lewis? Yeah. It was John Lewis. I don't heard Tariq Nasheed talk so much greasy stuff about this, this uh, civil rights icon. Calling him all types of coons and buffoons and just all kind of stuff, right? Publicly and making money off of it while he does it. And this is a civil rights icon that was right there with MLK on the damn bridge in Selma. You know what I'm saying? But all of a sudden you want to be all defensive when people start saying stuff about MLK. But my nigga, you make buku stupid cheese talking about this dude who marched literally side by side with this dude. Got beat up and all that crap with him. So my point is, you can't get up on here. Yeah, that's right, Clutch. He, he talks crazy crap about him. You can't get up on here and publicly just go in on so-called civil rights icons, black men and black women, and you're making money off of it, whether you're rapping about it, you're making little movies about it, TV shows, YouTube stuff, blogs. You know, all this stuff makes money. And then you want to turn around and get mad when the, when the so-called immigrants, the black immigrants come over here and do the same thing. But you want to take all the credit for the black immigrants following black people's lead and benefiting off of black America. But you don't want to take the credit when they follow the lead of the ignorance and ratchetness that black Americans lead the pack in as well. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make any sense. So that's why with the whole fresh and fit thing, I mean, look, I personally don't give a shit. It don't bother me that they said what they said because they they only learned it from black men who do that. Now, I'm not going to get up here and be like, black men shouldn't do that. No. Do what you want to do because niggas going to do it regardless. Regardless of how I feel, niggas going to do it because it is a money maker. That is a big booming industry for black men and women to talk about each other and the greasier you can talk about each other, the, the most outrageous, outlandish things you can say about the opposite sex, the bigger your name could be and the more money you can make. So why would you get so why would you all of a sudden get in your fields when somebody from Africa who, who descended from straight out of the motherland or who descended out of the Caribbean, they come over here and they start just doing what you do to make money? You already you laid the groundwork for how to get paid out here. Let me get up here and talk about how I don't date black women. Ooh. Everybody, as everybody's oohing and on, my ad sense and my donations is just going up. <laughs> Same thing other niggas do. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I be looking at black folks like, shut up. Stop whining about these damn immigrants. Y'all laid the groundwork for them to do what they do. And they do they gonna do what they do. Some of them just know how to do it better and make more money. That's all it is. All this righteousness. You can't talk about our brothers and sisters. Really, nigga? Well, they were your brothers and sisters when you made bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. What are your brother? What are your sisters back then? <laughs> when you was rolling around singing that. Okay. I'm about to go get me some gold teeth. I was looking for this dude. I was about to go get my teeth mold, uh, fitted for a mold this weekend. 
this dude, he don't went out of business. I was like, what the hell? He ain't doing gold teethuses no more. I'm about to go get 12 of them, put it in my mouth. Six on top, six on the bottom. I'm a fan of gold. I used to have golds back in the day. I ain't wore gold teeth in almost 20 years. I was like, I'm about to go get some more golds dropped in my mouth. So y'all going to see me up on here with it rocked up. I don't want to hit nothing. <laughs> I'm about to drop some golds up in these beds. These, these teeth are made for gold teeth. But uh, anyway, so I just want to I just want to talk about that. That's all. So nobody wa- oh nobody wants to come up. All right, well I'm gonna go ahead and shut this down. Um, anyway, so those are my thoughts on all that stuff. Anyways, the ACLU, white supremacy, fresh and fit. Yeah, gold teethuses, man. I'm about to put 12 in my mouth, six on top, six on the bottom. I am a fan. I've been a fan of gold teeth for a long time. I guess I used to have four. I used to have four up top. I took them out. I'm about to go get 12. Now, I'm not doing permanents. But I'm, I'm, I'm going to get my six on top, six on the bottom, and be out here just doing this all day. I just, I just want to walk around like this. Just, just showing my teeth for no damn reason. <laughs> I like gold teeth. I ain't gonna front. I do like gold teeth. All right, anyways, y'all be safe. I'm about to go. Peace.